Hello and welcome to Love Drunk. I am your host, Charlotte Rose. I am here with a guest that I'm very excited about. Just honestly excited to get to know you a little bit better. Chit chat about some love. Um, we're gonna go on a double date soon, so I'm very, very excited about that. Um, the one, the only, the pickle connoisseur, the the king of the jam fest, Jeremy Potter is here. Hello, everyone. Hello to Jeremy. Also, his we came up with your stage name, Randy Smash. Randy Smash may be my alter ego tonight. <laughs> Randy Smash. That's what we're going to call you when you get drunk. Yeah, once I'm yeah drunk. Sorry, I just got... Normal threshold. Sorry, I just got a text from uh, Madeline Grace, who has also been on this podcast before. Uh, I've been fucking waiting to tell one of our friends that he and I are at Maddie's wedding. We're going to be walking down the aisle together. Ooh. And I keep asking Maddie and her fiance Austin, um, "Can I tell Ian? Can I tell Ian? Does he know he's a groomsman?" And for literal months, she's wait, been like, "Wait, which Ian? Ian Baker." I that's the episode I listened to. <laughs> I I said I listened to an episode. That was the one I listened oh to. Oh my god! Yeah, so we're gonna be walking down the aisle together. Oh, and finally, fun. Maddie just texted me and was like, "Okay, you can tell him that you're walking down the aisle." There and this go. is like this has been months in the making. Sorry if I seemed a little distracted. Anyway, here on Love Drunk, we do allow the guests to pick the poison, and anything is on the table except for gin. That's right. We do not drink gin here on Love Drunk. If you want to drink gin on a podcast, then start your own podcast. Okay, and what if you already have one? Do you drink gin on it? I don't. You should. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Are you allergic to juniper berries? Oh, is that why? That's why I don't drink gin. I just assumed you just disliked it. No. um, Well, I thought I disliked it, but the reason I disliked it was because it made me projectile vomit, no matter how much... Or how little I had of it. That's um, awful. Yeah, no, it's super bad. Um, but speaking of that, what are we drinking, Jeremy? Uh, we are drinking, we started off with picklebacks. Picklebacks. So some people might not know what picklebacks are. So would you like to tell yes, like, I can, the I can, people Yes, uh, I can fill people are? in. And if fill you don't in. know, that is a shame. Because mm-hmm. it is one of the best ways to consume whiskey in history. Yes. Basically, all it is is a shot of whiskey quickly followed up by a shot of pickle juice it sounds horrible but in reality it's the best it's the best way to shoot as someone who is not a whiskey drinker as someone who does not shoot whiskey i i took a shot of whiskey a couple weeks ago i was at a going away party for an old job so it was a it was a going away party from one of my friends that was still at the job that i had already left and it was someone's going away and so he got to pick what we took shots of obviously and I did a shot of Jameson, and I thought I was going to die. Jam- okay, to be fair, Jameson's terrible. But even even pickle juice can save Jameson, and that's it the point. It cuts it immediately. Like, yeah. truly, it cuts that burn so quickly. My body literally didn't know Yeah, at the end of the day, alcohol tastes bad. Mm-hmm. Pickle juice is there. Alcohol bad, boo. Pickle juice pickle is juice there <laughs> to make it all go away. And that's why you do a pickleback. Well, I was what I told I was telling Jordan that one of my favorite things to do with pickle juice is dip laced potato chips into it. I've I think I've heard Hannibal Burris talk about. No, he talks about doing that on his sandwich. His, he flicks pickle juice on his sandwiches. Oh, yeah, that would probably be good too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Oh my gosh! But 
Yes. Picklebacks, mm-hmm. you do that. We I brought my homemade pickle brine. Yes. That we, we did it with Jeremy today. Jeremy makes some some damn good pickles. Some Thank mighty you. fine pickles. Thank you. And I saved the jars. Yeah, the jars, if you the... see the video, there are some, the, the, lo- the some lovely food. logo by Chelsea. Chelsea Alvin, hello. Uh, and um, now we're drinking whiskey gingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, to keep the party going. Whiskey gingies. But yeah, so I'm really excited because... Jeremy, you haven't, you and I haven't had time to just. just uh, I, honestly, this shit. is probably our first one-on-one conversation that we're having. Were you? Is, ner- I was a little nervous. Were you nervous? I'm not that nervous. I don't know. Like you're, you're you an approachable, be. kind oh, person. I came at it all jokingly, but then you said something nice about yeah, me. That's so yeah, nice. No, Fantastic. I, it's it's oh my cool. gosh. Okay. Well, I want to give. And you And we're going on a double date this weekend, so we're I'm so we're excited, ready. dude. I'm so fucking excited. Um, the running joke is that my boyfriend is avoiding Jeremy, and yeah. it's not the case. It's not the case at it's all. It's not the case. It's not the. It's. How dare you? Get out. Does this he have a code name? I, I, no, no, no. Oh, okay. I just, no, he, I actually spoke about him on one of the recent podcasts and I'm like, does he have a code name? I'm like, no, because if you go to my social media, he's all over right. it. Which is why I fully intend on not using a code, like. Yeah, in case you're wondering what Jeremy's talking about, um, here on Love Drunk, you might be worried for a second if you're like, oh my God, I have been involved with Charlotte Rose or Jeremy Potter. Fear not. Um, sometimes I do actually no fear because usually I usually say fear not when people do use code names. Never Got mind, it. we're gonna fucking call you out on your bullshit. Uh, no, I I allow anyone to use code names on the show. I use code names. Um, honestly, I feel like some of the dudes that I used to have code names for, I have already forgotten just in my life, which just shows shows forgotten their code names or the dudes both. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like um. Uh, I always want to give people the opportunity to kind of to protect people or, you know, if they don't want things to be too awkward. But also, I love it when people just show up. I mean, truth like, be told, I've only had, like, other than my current relationship that is very public and yeah. open. I've only That's had, how we met. I've only was had, your yes, relationship. Who happens, she happens to be one of your best friends. So um, I it's not even anonymous to you in any way. I've only been in one other, like, real relationship like right. serious relationship and like anyone and who knows anyone who knows me no. knows who that is mm-hmm. so so what we're an open hide? book i i mean open there are some ra- i mean i guess i can use code names for like any like, ran- know, like any randos out there true but, um, um there aren't many gotcha be told. gotcha so it's something that i like to do when i don't really know because when the show first started it was mostly just me chatting with my friends which is yeah. i mean Yes, love that. Fun, amazing. There was, oh my God, there was this one time, this one dude, I don't know, I feel like now I realize he was negging me. And I didn't know that that was like, mm. I didn't I didn't really have a word for it at the time. But it was a friend of a friend who I met out once. And like, I was seeing someone at the time and he knew that because he had like talked to that dude. And then the dude I was seeing left. Um, I don't think he even has a code name because that was like later on in my life. But he messaged me on Instagram afterwards because I had mentioned my podcast. And he was like, hey, listen to your podcast. Um, that theme song is like the best thing about the podcast. Ha ha. You oh. should give some, you should give the artist credit. And I was like, I do on the podcast website, like on the, like host the podcast. Did Natalie do the theme song? Yeah. Okay. Natalie did I the theme only, song. I heard it. I wasn't sure. Yes. So I Natalie did the, Natalie did the theme song. The lyric tripping down the stairs is inspired by one time I drank too much wine nice. and fell down the stairs. Tr- based, based on true events. 
But he said, he was like, you should give her credit. And I was like, well, I'm not, like, am I supposed, supposed to, to give to her credit? And that theme song was by Natalie every single <laughs> hey episode. Guys, uh, that was Love Drunk theme by Natalie Patton. Uh, anyway, moving on. No, I mean, like, I paid her and I credited her when it is, anyway. So then I was like, thanks for letting me know there's, like, nothing. I was straight up, like, actually, I do credit her and I did pay her for her work. But thanks for letting me know that that was the best part of the podcast. Yeah. And he's like, haha, I'm just fucking with you. But um, do you, do you have anyone on the podcast that isn't your friend from college? And I was like, well, I'm thinking about trying <laughs> okay, to get some. Okay, bud. Uh, I'm thinking about trying to get some celebs on, but obviously got to build a little bit of a fan base first, my guy. You don't have, guy. like, Donald Glover on next week? or. <laughs> Dude, I should, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna call up, I don't even know who's relevant right now. I'm gonna call Olivia up. Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> that was literally who I was thinking. I was about Dude, to be I'll, like, gonna okay, call can up I Olivia be honest? Rodrigo. What's going on there? Why, why, what is happening with Olivia Rodrigo? I don't, is she, I'm a music guy eight. and she's like, eight, I don't understand what's happening. I liked, I like Good For You. I liked the song, but now, because I'm, I'm a, I'm a TikToker, because, uh, you know, I'm clinging to, If you weren't watching I'm, the video, she did do, uh, what's that move? The, um, the dab? The, was that it? The dab? Yeah. Dab. Dab. Wow, I feel like a boomer right now. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> no, me, this is me clinging to my youth. Yeah. Middle part, I'm on TikTok. Yeah, there you go. Clinging to my youth. But literally every TikTok, and it's an algorithm, so yes. it's my own fault, I suppose, yes. because I've been interacting with too many Olivia Rodrigo themed things. You can't avoid it. You can't, but it's literally half of my TikToks are like, yeah. I'm all blown over up and Twitter, it's all, good all over TikTok. It's out of control. Yeah. I've not I, like this. I haven't seen a craze about an artist like this in a very long time. I don't know where. It came I from. know. Yeah. I think that I think that driver's license made her seem very um, relatable yeah. and like very much like people really really felt for her. And yeah. so it was kind of like she got she got all those stands from just that one song. Yeah. Well, um, that's awesome that you got her on the show next week. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have to cancel our double date because I got Olivia oh, coming fuck. in. So you know, gotta be ready for Olivia. Right. Olivia, if you want to be on the show, you can come on. She's like seventeen; she can't drink. <laughs> hey, but she, she can't drink. Uh, isn't isn't that what her, her whole thing's about? Her relationship? Yeah. Oh yeah, she just can't drink, huh? She just can't drink. Maybe kitty cocktails. Virgin. Wow, now I'm just like Virgin shaming strawberry her for being daiquiris. Young. Dang, boomer shit! Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! No, so uh, but yeah, so basically he was fucking negging me, and so I just blocked him, and then I went to work the next day and talked to my friend and was like hey your friend's a jackass and i blocked him and he was like i'm so sorry like i don't know why he did that that sucks that really stinks i'm very sorry and i was like thank you i appreciate yeah, your that apology. is like why what are you reaching out mm -hmm. to someone for just like, being fucking rude yeah like, just mind your own business yeah um so anyway all of that is to say that when i don't <laughs> i've i've had only college friends on the Got show it. um so we should do like a little i'm gonna do a little we're gonna am do i like, like your first not like not no oh, okay i'm sorry <laughs> i felt special for a second but whatever no but i just mean that when i have people that i don't i don't okay, know okay. your full dating history no, so yeah, i yeah. want to i want to do like a, right, like a go, little, like go, a little quickie speed round okay. um okay here we go how old were you when you had your first kiss um are we talking like make out or like Whatever like, you consider your first kiss. I consider my first kiss my makeout at camp okay. at Camp Shy. Uh during <laughs> Oh, he got that camp girlfriend. I oh was shit. Fifteen during uh Remember the Titans. <laughs> You're watching Remember the Titans? Yeah. Oh, it was I like it was that. like the whole like our whole 
class was watching this gotcha. and like well, I guess not class our whole what is there I I never went our to age, camp our I don't camp know. age group our whole we were watching remember the titans in the gym <laughs> was it a sleepaway camp or was it a day it was camp? a sleepaway camp. I never went to sleepaway camp I went to sleepaway camp for nine years that's insane yeah I had a friend that went to sleepaway camp every year and it like annoyed me. I was I w- like, that's it. He's like, well, now that I'm a counselor, I can only have my phone on like even number days. And I'm like, that's fucking dumb. I Stop went, going And there. I went to an all guys summer camp for eight of them. So that's this- why the first guest was on the ninth year of summer camp when it was a co-ed. You're like, yes, finally. Oh my God. Yeah, I was dude. like, oh man, I can finally like. We, okay, was the, it the same camp or was no? It, it's a different camp. Oh, okay, gotcha. I went, yeah, it it was a Jew camp. I didn't I didn't know if it, they pulled a Zoe one hundred and one and they no, were like they, suddenly girls are allowed. Up, no, well at our like at the boys camp we did this thing called socials, which was like like once or twice a session, which is like four weeks. We'll like link up with a girls camp, all girls camp, which is like. In hindsight, was it also like a, a Jewish girls camp? Or well, so my just... my like my boy all boys camp wasn't just strictly Jewish. It was okay. just just that. Was it insensitive that I assumed it was? <laughs> no, because even though it wasn't technically a Jew camp, ninety percent of the people were Jewish. Okay. So you're not off base in it by any means. Did it amazing? Um, Ooh, I'm not problematic. But yeah, so Hell there yeah. were socials, but I was too at that stage in my life a one off interaction was not, i didn't have enough courage for like oh, that kind of yeah no that kind i of thing. i am also like i, I need that. i'm a slow burn kind of guy same yeah no i i i'm not sure if i've actually talked about this on the podcast i feel like i might have talked about this on the podcast i'm not sure that's the problem when you get drunk on a podcast is like you have to listen back and remember i had a mormon friend who took me to a mormon like a church dance and they had something called the cinderella dance mm. I was like 14. So I also, my first kiss was also when I was 15. I feel like 15 is great age Good for year. a first kiss. Good year for a first kiss. I feel like you're full, like you're, I th- I don't know. I, I mean, obviously I had other like friends that had been kissed earlier, but I feel like 15, like now that I am a ripe 28, um, I'm like 15 was a good time, you know, yeah. it was a good time. But Cinderella dance it was like this church event that they had through the her Mormon church and it was a thing where all of the girls lined up and threw their shoe across the room and it was a gym obviously no 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 it was a cafetorium you Excuse know, me? You just uh, make that word up? No, no. You don't know what a cafe... So it's a cafeteria that has a stage. Wow. It's cafetorium. I've never heard that word before. Cafetorium, That's yeah. awesome. I've that been in a- one, though, now that you mention it. I don't... Well, yeah. I guess, that was just always what we called it. Yeah. I don't know if someone... If someone, I mean, someone made up all the words. That's a good, that's a good word. Um, so it was a cafetorium. <laughs> that's true. <Someone>, and- <laughs> sorry. The fact that you just said someone made up all the words just blew my mind for a second. <laughs> You're like, wait, fuck. Oh, my fuck, God. All these words are made up. So the whole point was that the girls all, and I think I was like 13 or 14 at the time. So still just wildly uncomfortable around, like the idea of dancing with a boy made me so just like, like anxiety. It was awful. Um, And so all the girls lined up in the center of the gym and they throw their shoe and the guys face away and they face towards the wall. And then everyone goes and like grabs a shoe and whoever shoe you find, that's who you dance with. This is a real thing that happened. Sometimes I feel like I made That's it amazing. up. It is a real thing that happened. And I got so nervous. They were like, all the girls lined How up. How old were you si-. for this? I was like 13 or 14. Okay. And this was my friend's church 
like I didn't go to this church. This was not. I didn't know. Oh, any so of these you were people. really an outsider. I was really an outsider, okay. and this was at a Mormon church. And you were picking up someone's shoe, or someone was no, up someone your was shoe. Pick, <laughs> someone was going to pick up my shoe, okay. but instead, when they were like line up on the line, I went fuck that or whatever the 13 to actually no i did say i did say fuck when i was 13 frick that if, if frick that homies H-E double um, hockey sticks <laughs> but i was straight up like no thank you and i i i ran i ran and i hid behind that's how i remembered it was cafetorium because i ran up behind the stage and i hid behind the curtain for the whole dance I literally sat there and there were two other girls who did the same thing. Wow. And they like came around and I think one of them was like, I have a boyfriend, so I don't want to dance with anybody else. And then the two, like the other girl and me were like, I don't want to fucking dance with some boy. I I had a similar level of like anxiety Mm -hmm. when it came to like bar, like bar mitzvah season of my life. I cannot even imagine that. Because like, that is not, the yeah. amount of sexual energy that these 12 and 13 year olds has <laughs> was out of control. And meanwhile, I was not even close to hitting puberty at this point. Oh. I know. And I mean, I've seen the video of you <laughs> you rolling in on the skateboard. Yes, yeah, so you understand. Uh-huh. I was very, a small boy. I was a, I was a little boy <laughs> at, at age 13. And... Uh, yeah, I there were many similar games mm-hmm. that we would play. One one being the hugging game. What is the hugging that game? That was like built into going to our bar bar mitzvah. What is it? Tell me everything. So basically a, a ring of <laughs> this is, I can't believe this actually was real. But girls would line up in a circle mm-hmm. and then guys would line up on a circle or vice versa. But like it would be two concentric circles gotcha. of guys and girls. Mm-hmm. And then it would basically be musical chair style, where you, where whoever's on the outside ring would ru- walk in a circle around, and then as soon as the music stopped, you have to hug the person in the center to stay in the game. No, Hor- no I hate horribly, that. I hate horrible, that. horrible thing. But even worse was the snowball, which was literally at every bar around. Do you know what the sn- a snowball? Have no. you been to a bar around? No. Before? Oh, that is that sucks. I know. That's a I was shame. I was in a. I grew up in a very like white like just a wonder bread city like i knew a couple like i think i can count on one hand the number of jewish people i met growing up okay anyways the uh, the snowball uh-huh is where feelings can really get hurt or <laughs> because basically i'm already stressed the like, way I'm it works is whoever you. is the bar bat mitzvah you know who we're celebrating they start alone in the center of a circle and okay. like everyone else is around circle uh-huh and then the the MC will say snowball, and then they go and pick someone to dance with from the circle. Okay. And so then it's just the two of them dancing, right? Uh-huh. And then after, you know, 15, 20 seconds, the DJ will say snowball, and then they split up, and they go grab people. Oh. So it's almost like a draft. Okay. Like, oh. So, like, but <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Like, I, looking back... Bar and bar messes were insane. People were grinding all the time. Like, so much grinding. Parents See, were See, we, we did the... Well, I mean, theater banquet was when we started really grinding. And that was, like, 14 like fourteen through 18. And the, the, the chaperones were like, stop. But also, we physically cannot keep you apart. You're so horny. Yeah, like, you it's literally... Crazy. You can't... But for me, I was horrified during all this. Oh, like, I was too that's... small. Not ready for this kind of intimacy with someone. <laughs> and... I was even, my first girlfriend happened on the bus ride back from a bar mitzvah because she asked me out on the bus. And then she asked me to kiss on the bus. And then that's when I got extremely anxious. 
and I I didn't know what to do. Oh no. I know. She asked me out and okay. then I said yes and then she said, Can we kiss? And then She's and then, okay, th- rushing. I know. Rushing. rushing. Keep in mind we're in seventh grade. Okay, that's too early. We're in seventh that's grade. Too fucking early, and like everyone around me on the bus is like I, middle school was a fucking so I, trap. That's why dude. I don't consider, I like, I think we had like a very like, you know, like that kind of thing. So that's, I don't consider that a first kiss. It was very uh, anxiety. Just with eyes. Just all, yeah. I just cannot. My, my first kiss. It was kiss, a nightmare. My first kiss happened in a, um, a parking garage elevator. So very, very alone. Very isolated. That is isolated, but also creepy. Yeah, no, I know. It was weird. Yeah. Technically, he did have a girlfriend at the time, so. Wow. This guy's a player. I know, right? I can't. Oh, Kyle was his code name. That oh, from way back I, when. That's Kyle. it. Could have been his real name. I too. know, right? Yeah. His his real name is similar. We'll talk about it off pod. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, no. Um, he technically it was one of the oh shit it was one of those things where he was like we're going to break up because she's going to camp all summer and I was like okay and then this is actually a true story I don't know if I I mentioned this on the podcast we it was one of those things where it was like. We were we were hanging out with like a big group of people, and then everyone's parents started like picking us up one by one. And then I remember he like he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll probably like text my mom to come pick me up." And then he like texted me like, "Don't text your mom." Like, <laughs> I know this guy had. He was so like, you're telling me this 15 year old boy was not only cheating on his girlfriend, uh-huh. but he planned it. Yes, that's. Yes. That's something I couldn't even imagine being capable know, right? of as a 15-year-old. I know, right? That's well, Were you in community theater when you were 15? Because those yes. boys were different. <laughs> I actually was. I did I did something we call a kid stage. Okay. But actually, I guess at that point, it was just high school theater. Well, see, but commu- before that, it was community theater. Community theater was a di- in, in In my town, community theater was a different breed. Okay. Um, It was all just like a horrible, incestuous, weird, like, Whoa. feelings hurt group of just yeah, horny, teen, horny teens but yeah so we were like let's go hang out on the roof of this parking garage wink wink nudge nudge and then we got in the elevator and he he, laid, he, la- he didn't even make it to the roof <laughs> laid one on me um and he knew it was my first kiss too wow. he knew and um were you happy or no? i was happy because okay. i didn't know better <laughs> Because I knew he was giving me, he literally, he was like, yeah, no, this girl and I are going to break up and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this sounds normal. I'm 15. Yeah. Being 28 and like Taylor's version of Fearless coming out and Mm -hmm. hearing 15 for the first time, I'm like, this hits different. But yeah. And so like we were like, so we, so we went up and so we kissed on the elevator and then we were making out on the roof of the parking garage. That's romantic. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, we were the only ones there. It was like after a movie in our, in our town center. It's called Town Square. I always feel weird about calling it Town Square though. It sounds like some like pilgrim, like in the town square. Um, I went to the town square. Yeah. But, uh, but then I remember like one of my, I used to think that asking like, what are you thinking? Would be like a romantic question. He would be like about you and our (laughs) future. And he was like, Oh yeah, my girlfriend's at her uncle's funeral. <laughs> oh, uh, oh man! I was thinking he's gonna be like, "Yeah, I gotta go play Halo 3 when I get home." <laughs> it's probably the same thing. Um, yeah, yeah so, damn, you know, that's but intense. It's intense. You know, it is what it is. No regrets. Um, okay, cool. These things are fun. Like things that you accept as a teenager, and then you get older, and you're like, "What the fuck was that? Mm. That was so weird." Um, I'm now realizing that was 
the answer to your first question of the night. My first rapid fire question. Your first rapid fire um, question oh took 25 God. minutes. Okay. So, so this probably going to be the same answer. I don't know if it'll be the same answer. Okay. Um, how old were you when you had your first like girlfriend? That was, it's not the same answer because that was bar mitzvah. Okay. So well, do you, but do you first can, but do you kiss. consider that your first girlfriend or do you, and there's no wrong answer here. Well, like, I guess so. Cause like we were like technically, yeah. I mean like we were like, we didn't do anything like we held hands and like we had we had maybe a few pecs here and there mm-hmm. uh she she actually broke up with me via her friend stop it mm-hmm. oh my god yeah how'd it go down lauren, lauren i know Jokovic. this is supposed to be <laughs> sorry i just shouted out lauren jokovich who was not even the girl i was dating she was the girl who broke up on behalf of you're getting called out <laughs> you're getting called out on the podcast lauren if you're listening if we i don't i haven't talked to you in about 10 15 years if you're, Fuck listen, you, lauren. If you're listening uh how dare you break up with me on behalf of Melissa? <laughs> However, she did ask for me back the su- <gasps> after the summer. Oh my she god! She broke with me at the end of the school year, and then at the end of the, after the, once the school year started, she's like, "I made a huge mistake," and I was like, "It I'm, was because I'm she, fucking over it." She was trying to have hot girl summer. She was trying to have hot. Girl she was summer. trying to have hot girl summer. She was okay, so she was just truly ahead of the game. <laughs> Okay, so I usually write these down, but now I'm also recording with my phone, and also I'm a little love drunk, ladies and gentlemen, but, um, okay, so what, uh, where, okay, where is the weirdest place you've ever hooked up and or made out? Oh. I'll open it a little, I'll expand a little bit more. Hooked up or made out. I would say Remember the Titans is up there, <laughs> but I would say, I, I guess maybe in a hostile bathroom. Would be a hostel bath how small Rome. is that because that feels that's shit dude hostel bathroom in Rome like that's no I get it like that's cool that I like truly it sounds really cool might be the only exotic place I've I've hooked up with anyone so okay quite but quite how big is that hostel bathroom it was not large okay it was not very big in fact someone opened the door fantastic and that was uncomfortable did you continue afterwards or did it just ruin everything we did but i think we ended up moving into the bedroom okay even though there were people in there as well so I think it was, it kind of like it it basically went to a halt because gotcha. it, like yeah once we got into the bedroom of you know eight other people I think it was more just yeah, like chilled that's chilled yeah out. I understand that yeah. that makes sense I personally have never stayed in a hostel because those movies scare me but I it is the best part about traveling that's okay well when you when we go on our double date you should talk to Casey about hostels because he loves hostels oh, he's yeah. like it's the best when part I was, yeah when, when I did the Europe. You know, run, run around. That that was the highlight. The Europe thing. Okay, did that. I did it because I I felt it was necessary because I didn't study abroad or anything, so had to, had to get out. I got know, you. Experience I got the you. world a little bit. Honestly, I I would say that pre COVID, I was very much the person that I used to get so annoyed when like I'd be on the dating apps and they'd be like wanderlust i try to go to a new country every yeah. two months and i'm like fucking i don't need to travel well like, to be I fair if you don't. make it a part of your personality it's a little more obnoxious. that and i think that that was yeah. the thing is they made it a part of their personality and so i was like i never went so i like kind of doubled down against it where i'm yes. like fucking i don't need to travel fuck you guys um and then especially like since covid i'm like i should tr- definitely travel more i should de- like once it is safe and responsible to do so like i should definitely like go other places because that's just (laughs) you know i will say like 
I come I come uh, back to me being Jewish, of course, but it was a birthright mm-hmm. experience that we extended into traveling oh, through that's Europe. Cool. It was and it was with one of my best friends, so oh. it, it was just a, it was a great time. Cool. So I do recommend having that experience at some point in your life. Okay. Well, We'll all start planning it start, now that we're fully yeah, back. You, you know, you take a three month hiatus from your whatever career you're working on. Yeah, be like, we can fuck all you we guys. can all do that easily. We Dude. all have so much money to do that. Oh my gosh! So the last rapid fire question that's literally oh. not a rapid fire question okay, at what's your, all what's the last? is: if you could give your 15 year old self advice about like dating and girls, what would it oh, be? That's a good question. Thank you. I thought of it myself. Um, I would say just not to take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, don't put so much pressure on it and like, just enjoy yourself and not, cause uh, yeah, like little me was just so anxious about even like the idea of being near a girl was oh, just yeah. like, oh, this is going to be a, a huge event. But in reality, I could have just been vibing and having a good time. You yeah. know? And I think if I, yeah, if I had known that like, you know, we're in the same, like, at the end of the day, the girl's in the same situation you're in. Uh-huh. And it's like, just enjoy yourself. Try not to think too much. Overthink it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that would probably be my advice to my younger self. I think that's great advice. I yeah. definitely, I, I would definitely say the same thing about me and my 15-year-old self. I just remember, like, I feel like every situation with a guy was literal, like, I just re- like. Do you just remember feeling so anxious? Like, I don't think I've ever felt hurt. worse. Yeah, <laughs> the idea of fifteen-year-old me, like even on Remember the Titans night, I was like, <laughs> I was, I took, I, I think it was maybe an hour and a half into the movie before I made a move. I and we're just we were laying next to each other the whole time, you uh-huh. know, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, like, like, is this yeah. the right thing? Like, people are gonna be watching, like. It's t- it's so scary, yeah. and but also on the on the other end of of it, obviously gender dumb construct. But me as as growing up as a as a, a lady teenager, there was it was the same thing with the the dude. We were sitting next to each other during this movie, and it took a certain amount of time, and it was like both of us were crossing our <laughs> arms, and then we held our hands oh. like under the arms. And I just remember, like, I could not focus the rest of the movie. I was just like, we're holding hands, we're holding hands, we're holding hands, oh yeah. my god, we're holding yeah. hands, oh my god, oh my god, this fucking rocks, I feel so cool, this is amazing, I'm holding hands with a boy, and it's just, <laughs> it's, it's nerve It's all-consuming. And when you, yeah. all-consuming is a great word for it, yeah. because when you, I just remember being like, truly, like, 13, 14, anytime I talked to a dude I had a crush on, or like, anyone I thought was cute, anytime I even, like, would approach them to speak to them. It was like my whole body just like was on fire. And I was just like, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. And now I've said the thing. And it's just, it's so stressful. I know. Yeah. It's just weird looking back, like Mm -hmm. thinking how like the other person is absolutely going through the same. And we just had no idea. We had no idea. Granted, there are definitely some people who just like had it all figured out and it was not an issue. Dude, who fucking planned cheating on his girlfriend. Yeah, exhibit A. Or just someone who hit puberty at 11. You know, like those guys, they got it down. Like they had an extra five years or so. Whatever. It's fine. Fuck them. There were girls like that too. The girls that got their period in fourth or fifth grade. And I'm just like, I feel sorry for them now. 
in the sense that like just having a period for that long is yeah. just awful. I'm already kind of over mine. I'm like, no thanks. No thanks. Don't. Mm. Yeah, you got some more year, more years of yeah, freedom. Yeah, I got some more. Also, it's always good news. Like, it's literally always good news. And then as soon as it happens, I'm like, oh, but now I got to fucking deal with it. Like, I was so excited. Yeah. Now I got to fucking deal I, with it. I this. genuinely remember feeling so insecure because that all boys camp. Mm-hmm. All these guys had armpit hair. And I'm just like, what's, where's my, like, where, where are my hairs? Like, what? Where are they? <laughs> when are they coming in? Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. I love this not rapid fire at all rapid fire round. Yes. I feel like I got so much out of it. I also loved relating to you. It was just like an anxious 15 year old. I appreciate that so much. But my first real question, those weren't even the real questions. Those weren't even the real questions. We're already in the thick of it now. We're in the thick of it. That's how you know we're we're about, you know, four or five drinks deep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The rapid fire took that one. Yeah. So my first question, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to know the answer to this one. However, I always have to ask it. But Jeremy Potter. Yes. Do you believe in love? Uh, at this moment, I definitely am, uh, believing in that. Yes. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> you Your girlfriend's sitting no. in my kitchen. Yeah, my girlfriend is currently <laughs> my DD tonight, by the way. Um, I'd be like, yo, Jordan, he said no, dude. No, She'd Jordan. be like, bye. <laughs> she just drove off. Yeah, she's actually gone now. I'm gonna have to Uber back. Oh my god, I love it. I love uh, it. But yes, love is in the air. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love it. Love, yeah. love. Love all that. Yes. Just, you know, were you always, like, a romantic? Did you always believe in love? Were you always um, like, oh, I'm gonna find the love of my life? I think it's weird because I think I come from a very, like, sex-positive family, as as you may have learned. I did hear about that. So I think in return, I pushed against that. Okay. Because, you know, I, like, my mom was very, like, you gotta go out and have sex and like meet girls and i'm like you're making this scarier than i thought it was so i think i yeah i like i think my natural tendency was actually to like be avoidant of it really okay interesting Uh uh-huh um and i think it took me a while like it like i i don't think i really branched out until like even like my later years of college even though i had a girlfriend in college but Mm -hmm. like i feel like yeah, like, it it still took a lot for me to get to, like, that point. Gotcha. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely relate in the sense that I feel like I had more of my sexual awakening, even, like, post-college, like... No, I, I feel definitely post-college for Uh-huh, me. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, moving out here and, like, actually, like, my very first Bumble date was when I moved out here. Like, I was so... I, would, I was on dating apps. But I would just swipe left on everybody because I was so scared of everybody, and I was just like, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, there no, was no, a no, there's no. a there was a weird amount of fear there for me that I don't yeah. know. Where, I don't. I think it is because of how how much it was built up as mm-hmm. this thing that from in my family mm-hmm. that I was just like, I think I naturally made it became scary like a scary thing for me. That's so interesting because yeah. I feel like that's usually like you hear about the opposite cases where it's like I grew up in a very repressed right. family and like and this that's, is how I dealt with it. It's kind of funny and, in that way because yeah. it's like it's just such a weird di- dynamic. Uh huh. Like my mom's the instead of like my mom being like no bo- no girls over tonight you know it's like you should like, try this she's out. Like, Why are there not girls here? Right? What? Where are the girls? And I think in in return, I think my brain was like. 
I need to make this happen or else I'm going to be disappointed, you know? Oh, like, yeah. And then it just became this big thing oh in my, my head. Gosh. That's so funny. Yeah, um, yeah I, I remember when I was, like, 14 or 15, I, like, sat my mom down. And my parents got married when they were 18 and, like, stayed together until my dad died. But it, it truly... My dad's dead. Hell yeah. I was going to bring that up later in the pod because I knew your dad was dead. Well, I know. I well, you said like, your dad was dead, so I had to, like, throw it in there. Dead dad. That dad's I was gonna be like, hell yeah, Father's Day coming up. You got plans? Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> want to come hang out with me and Nora and cry about my, our dead my dads? my dad's fifteen year death day was like two weeks ago. Dude, like mine's week. mine mine's ten year death day is like in August on the horizon. On the horizon, dog. Wow. Yo, hey, if you need anyone to chill with on Father's Day, Nora and I are gonna be drinking and making inappropriate jokes. Yeah. So hell yeah, seriously, you're invited. Like. We, we make the joke where we're like, two girls in this apartment, not a single dad amongst us. She hey. also has a dead dad? Yeah. Holy shit. Dead dad club, dude. Out of control. Yeah, I know, right? We just can't hold on to our dads, can we? We can't. We Fuck, just, dude. We tried. <laughs> yeah. We tried our best. Wow. When you try your best and you don't succeed. <laughs> <laughs> Did not think Coldplay would be coming, coming into the picture after dead dad. But. Coldplay is the only answer after talking about Dead Dads. Yeah. Come on. I almost started a Dead Dads podcast, by the way. But the, my partner in crime, who also had a Dead Dad, uh-huh. you know, so it wasn't it wasn't easy for us at the time. So we... Uh, we it's all good. Yeah. We, I think it's, it's one of those things we might come back to one, one day. But. Yeah. Well, if you if you ever do start it up, would love to be a guest. Would love to talk about my Dead Dad. Um, would love that. Because what's, what's the point of having a dead dad if you can't talk about it? If you can't it? talk if about it. If you can't talk about it, come on. Yeah. Come on. I'm glad you can talk about it because, uh, you know, a lot of people can't, so. That's the thing. I definitely, um, I personally deal with it with humor. I love making jokes that make people, because that's, that's the best part about Father's Day is I get to make everyone so uncomfortable because that's, I'm like, well, you get dads and I get this. Yeah. Like, this is, yeah. this is what I have is that I get to make a bunch of, like, silly jokes. Yep. And fuck around with you guys and also when i ask you to do something you can't say no because i get to play the dead dad card which i never play on any other day right. it's just it's a free pass thing. it's a free pass come on it's free pass come on you gotta get um us. anyway my mom my mom and dad got married when they were 18 <laughs> obviously that didn't go so well um <laughs> oh no this is what i'm talking about the jokes, oh, the jokes. that's good no, though. it went super well it went great yeah. they were married 32 years my they were together until my dad died anyway mm-hmm. But my mom, like, my, my family was not, not super, like, not uber religious. We just, like, we did go to church every Sunday. My mom was never, like, we, like, prayed at the dinner table. She wasn't like, you're going to hell if you fuck up, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're a very, um like, loving Christian household. But I remember going to church and, like, you know, like, save sex for marriage and blah dee da dee da And also public school in Texas. Like, don't have sex or you'll get pregnant and we're... You'll get an STD and you'll get the chlamyds and you'll just, you <laughs> won't be able to have kids and it'll be so sad. Um, and I remember sitting my mom down one day and being like, can we have a serious talk? And she was like, yes. And I was like 14 or something. And I was like, I really need to know because I, you know, like it was kind of at the point I was like, start, I was, I was starting to like hear from my friends, like more sex positive people and stuff. And I was like, you know, what does the, what does the Bible say about sex before marriage? And what does? And my mom was like. Okay, to be completely honest, the Bible says that you should not have sex before marriage. However, if you are buying a car, you would test drive <laughs> the car before you purchase it. Like straight up, like well, my. I'm just gonna say, like 
my mom uses that metaphor for a different reason in the sense of she's saying that because she wants me to test multiple cars before <laughs> I settle on the one that I wanted to drive for the rest of my oh life. Oh my god. See, so okay. similar metaphor for different reasons. But that was also, yeah, but that was the thing is I was sort of like, it was because I have two older siblings. My brother is about five years older than me. My sister's about like three and a half years older than me. And keep in mind, I'm still like, I'm like 14 at the time. And I, so I was like, okay, cool. Good to know. And I was like, great. What is, and I straight up was like, well, what about like blowjobs and stuff? And my mom was like, why are you like this? Why are you like this? I didn't have to deal with this with your siblings. They just did it. They just did it on their own. They were on the internet and they learned about things. Like, I don't, she's like, I don't, I, I, I honestly don't know what she had to tell me about blowjobs. I cannot remember. Cause we were just laughing at that point and it was hilarious, but it was so funny. Cause I'm very thankful for my mom who was like, she's very, like, she's very, very spiritual. Praise every day. Praise for me. But she's also, like, like my sister's an out and proud lesbian. She's very supportive. Like, she's That's very dope. supportive of everything we do. She is, like, the epitome of God is love. And See, th- those are the kind of Christians I can get behind. Hell yeah. Know? Hell yeah. So, you are, so meanwhile, in Chicago. Chicago? <laughs> in Chicago. You are, you are from, sh- we, we keep saying, you're from, like, Chicago area. Chicago, Chicago suburbs, yeah. Chicago suburbs. That's yes. the thing. We're all, that's the same thing yes. as me saying I'm from Dallas. I will like, say I'm from Chicago to people who are not from Chicago. And then if they're like, oh, we're in Chicago. And, and, well, and then I'll be like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> because, oh, I truth be told, if people from Chicago, you tell them you're from Chicago, they get a little upset if you're not. That's Which is like, relax. Uh, yeah, no, they're like, the I'm, same people. I'm just trying to avoid 17 more questions. No one knows what Norfolk is. <laughs> that's so on. funny well that's the thing if, so my roommate Nora who's also been on the podcast if she was like I'm from Naperville I'd be like where the fuck is that and she'd be like see I know where Naperville is but that's by luck okay yes that is just coincidence yes. so how so how long have you been out in LA I've been out in LA since September 2017 oh my god I moved out so, like July 2017 oh my, oh my shit. gosh shit dude we're just finding more and more common man what the heck what our the dads heck? are dead we came to la at the same time <laughs> those are the two most important <laughs> things we're anxious middle schoolers well, we three go. most That's important three. things oh my god um <laughs> so what so do you think that the the dating scene in la is different than dating in chicago like what is your kind of experience with the well i will say for it's hard to answer that accurately because when i was in chicago I was not actively trying to date. Okay. I was out of my, you know, I, I dated, I had a two and a half year relationship in, okay. co- in college. Right. Ended around like my senior year. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was a very emotional ending. Okay. In the sense that it was just like, there was a, there was some heartbreak, of course. Okay. If you can imagine. <laughs> and, uh. I've never had my heart broken ever, so. I, I well. That's I don't a, know that's what's. A joke. I actually that's don't a know joke, what's worse. Friends. I was the one doing the heartbreaking, Ooh. which is like, Ooh. which was very, very hard for me. Okay. Which I know sounds selfish, but it was just like it was. It was like uh-huh. it was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. And like for me, I was not rushing to get myself in that situation again. You were like, "Ooh, I'm so looking forward yes. to just like repeating that yeah. shit." So I would say, like, while I live, like. 
I, I basically only lived in Chicago for a year after I graduated college. Okay. And in that time frame, I did not really actively pursue anything. Okay. So... So you were Jay chilling in Chicago. I was pretty much chilling. Like, I just didn't really want to get myself in that situation. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to put myself in... I wasn't ready to open myself up in that way. Right. While I was in Chicago. Gotcha. Um, in Chicago. Chicago. But... But I, I, on the flip side, when I came to LA, I was like, okay, maybe it's time for me to start putting myself out there. Right. Yeah. Okay. And and how how do you do it? What were you were you on the app? I was you... big on Hinge. Hinge Hinge was like an app I understood. Tinder made no sense to me. Tinder, well, Tinder was the fuck app by the time. We I think got that's out why there. it didn't make sense to me because like yes. I don't operate that way. So it's well, that's so. I, I think it's so fascinating, and I think I brought this up on, I'll cut this out if I brought this up on, <laughs> on recent episodes, but so Tinder was, Tinder was the first dating app, basically. Right, right. Like, I mean, obviously there were on, like, there was like, okay. No, Tinder was the one. But Tinder, Tinder was, was the, the first one for like. Was the app, was yeah, the first dating yeah. app rather than like the first website that converted or whatever. But Tinder was the first dating app. And then that turned into a fuck app. And so. They created Bumble, and Bumble was the feminist dating app where it's like, girls make the first move, like, you will feel safe, and you won't, whatever, but then Bumble became the hookup app, and so they made Hinge, and so it's like they keep making new dating apps for, like, actual relationships. I also tried Coffee Meets Bagel, which was like... I tried it for, like, two that seconds. One that one sucked, that dude. One sucked. That one was lame. Yeah. But I like the idea of it because it was, like, more, like, based on personality and yes. stuff. Yes. My, my friend did meet her now husband on Coffee yeah. Meets Bagel, and she was actually the one who encouraged me to download it. I yes. had it for, like, two weeks, and I was like, But I think Hinge sucks. is the good balance between Tinder and coffee yes. bagel. So I actually didn't love Hinge when I first downloaded it. I did not like Hinge and now like current boyfriend low-key love of my life like we met on Hinge and he was nice. one of the first dudes like I had like freshly gotten my heart broken by my ex again. Annoying. Forget about it. Forget about it. it. Who I need that. Annoying but kind of had to happen sort of. I was definitely like because of pandemic you and him walked so you and casey could run (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly i was definitely leaving the door open for that relationship so as annoyed as i was that i like kind of let myself fall back into that i do think it was necessary to really close the door on that and truly move on um and then i met casey like literally a couple days later on he was one of the he was literally one of the first that's very lucky I'll say like I did I did a lot of the hinge dates. Uh-huh. And it was one of those things where it was like I was it was frustrating because mm-hmm. it was like I actually I went on like a good amount of dates. Mm-hmm. And like none of them were explicitly bad. Like nothing right. nothing was bad about them. In fact, I had fun on most of them. Mm-hmm. But I like the next day I'd always be like I don't have a strong desire. No spark. To see this person again, yeah. even though there was no, there was nothing like I couldn't pinpoint like anything bad about it. I was just like, do I am I broken? Like, do I have interest? Like, do I like is there do I have pe- interest in people at all? The face that I'm making right now is like, because Jeremy, this is hilarious. We are so alike, dude. <laughs> like, you and I have so much in common. It's actually insane. This was literally like my whole. I would come home from these dates. And I would say, like, Jordan and I shared a room for a while, and I would tell her about them. But, like, I would come home from these dates, and, like, I'd sit on Nat- on the edge of Natalie and Aaron's bed. I'd sit on my parents' bed and be like, God, I went on this date. And just, like, they're like, how was it? And I'm like, 
was fine. Like, it was fine. It was fine. Maybe I should. I just, like, don't really have the spark. And they'd be like, you should give them another chance. Like, you don't have to. But, like, why not try it again? Try to see. And I'm just like, I just keep going on these first dates. And I have to hype myself up so much to go on these first dates. And, and then yeah. nothing comes out of it. Yeah. And I'm just exhausted. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why can't I? I, Same brain. I'm glad you understand. Same brain. It was it was very frustrating because mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, I'm seeing all these people and I'm like, I'm having fun, mm-hmm. but why don't I care to see them again? Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yeah, I just I genuinely wasn't sure if it was like something I was still traumatized from my past relationship uh-huh. or if it was like, yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. But fortunately, things did turn around a little bit on that. So. So, so talk a little bit more about that. Obviously, I know the story, but yes. um, from my perspective, Jordan texted me and was like, I basically set myself up on a blind date. Yes. Um, she completely forgot about our meeting. It was, okay, but to be fair, it wasn't a hinge date. It was a real it life, was a real in-person life, interaction. In-person interaction also. Jordan, which doesn't happen. Jordan weighs 25 pounds. She's the tiniest <laughs> she woman I've ever met she in my entire a, she's life. She's a little one. She has, she has a couple drinks. She's like losing little, little... Little pieces here and there, you know. Yes. She's not. I'm not saying that she's going out. And getting there were no. Jo- I will say it wasn't pieces. She completely forgot. <laughs> she totally. Forgot. I'm trying to be she's, nice. She's she's actively told me that like she does not remember our first interaction the, at all. The funniest thing about this for me is because this is just the kind of like these are kind of the shenanigans that Jordan would get herself right. into, which and totally tracks. Would totally track. She's but that's the thing is Jordan's always got down and like I I do not mean this negatively in any way shape or form. She is the bravest person I've ever met in the sense <laughs> that for me who is so riddled with anxiety, so like would literally like if I did not remember a dude I would I would I would simply pass away. Like I would just I would be like I'm not going on a date with this person. I don't I, know who it is. I am grateful that despite the fact that she did not remember us meeting, she was agreed to go on a date, so which she, I don't understand. I don't either. Yeah. But and I remember she texted Natalie and me in our little group chat and she was Natalie Padden, the person who sang the theme song for the show and has also been a guest on the podcast. But she she texted to both of us. Sorry, did you credit her for the <laughs> for the theme song? By the way, God damn it, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna kill you! Oh my god, uh, it's too good. Um, no, but she texted us and she was like, "LOL, got myself in a crazy situation. Basically, set myself up on a blind date, so I'm gonna go out with this guy." And Nat and I were like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, what are you Honestly, doing?" For, if dude? I were in your situation, I would also say. Don't do this. And then she does it, and look what happens. And we're here. And now year we're and best a half friends. Later. Now you and I are best yeah, friends. Yeah, especially after tonight. Come on, dude. We're we're hanging. We're freaking chilling. Casey and Jordan, who we're having friend hangs. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be going to brunch on Sundays, talking about our week. Like that's what we are gonna there it be is. doing. So you and Jordan met organically. We, we met at a what well, we at. Funky Soul, Funky which is Soul. which is one of the just the best nights ever, and I hope it's back soon. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks, COVID. Uh, thanks, COVID. But Ugh. it's a funk dance party Love that it. happened every Saturday. At I think one. I went to one Funky Soul ever. At least life. you went to one. I did go to one. to one. I did go to one. Um, but it is truly one of the just the, one of the more joyous 
Saturday nights you can have. Mm-hmm. So it's only fitting that I met a girl there because it was a great it's a great place. Yeah. And I've you know, it makes sense that I would meet a great person there. That's so cute. I remember she told me about you for the first time when we were at a pokey bar on not bar, but pokey pokey restaurant on Larchmont. And Jordan's vegan, so she was getting the vegan pokey What? Bowl. <laughs> You're like, I've been trying to feed her meatballs okay, this whole time. Can I tell a quick of course, side story? Tangent. Do Sorry, it. Jordan, I'm outing you on this, but on our first date, she. <gasps> I do you know about this? Ra- I do know about she, this. She told. She told. We were at Grand Central Market, which for all of you non ally people is just a market filled with. Like a bunch of different Which is honestly so I've been to a bad date at Grand Central Market in the sense that both of us wandered around forever being like, I don't know what do you want? I don't know what do you want. I don't know what you don't want. But it if you are two people that have like there's something for everyone. It's basically like an like a a nicer mall food court right. where you can get it's, food it's from dope different as hell. It's great. And, and you can get food from different places and sit together and eat it. But, so if you have dietary restrictions, great for yeah. your people. So Jor- Jordan said to me that during this first date at Grand Central Market, she said, like, I asked if, like, we wanted to get this, like, Mexican food or something. She's like, oh, I don't think I can eat here. I'm vegetarian. And I I think I responded with something like, oh, but, like, meat's pretty great or <laughs> something. And then it turns out that not only was she vegetarian, she was lying because she's, she's vegan, vegan and, and she was she, afraid of how she, you <laughs> She was afraid of my, yeah, my reaction. And now looking back, my reaction about how meat is better might not have. So she might have been right in hindsight, but she still did lie to me on our first date. And I still, I still, uh, I still uh, give her shit about that to this she, day. She did tell me that. She was yeah. like, yeah, I told him I was vegetarian. Then the later I panicked and was like, I'm vegan. I'm sorry. I don't know I mean, know it's got to come out eventually. You know, like if I'm, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was. For the record, I'm very okay with her being vegan. Mm-hmm. We are... That's so accepting of you. Thank wow. you. Oh my I gosh. know. I'm such, I have such an so open much. mind. <laughs> this just kind of like leads into my next question. And obviously don't feel pressure because it is my best friend you're dating right now. But also like, are you going to get married and can I come? Um, I, it, I do believe that is something that could very well happen in the future. And uh, when or if it does. This is one of the questions that I ask on the podcast. This is not just no, me I like, trying to suss and, it out. And like, truthfully, like, yeah, I mean, she's awesome, and I, uh, I fully feel there is a very long life ahead of the both of us. And in that instance, yes, you of course are. Let invited. me let me scream into the ether <laughs> forever. Oh my uh, god. Um so but also just to just to make it a little more but are you someone who has like imagined his wedding? Like because I know that that's kind of the stereotypical no, girl like, thing of like truthfully it is something that always like has like scared me when it comes to like mm-hmm. when it comes to like dating is like I'm always thinking like way out. Like I'm like because for like I mentioned from my first relationship it's like am I going to hurt this person eventually? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always in the back of my mind. It's like, am I going to hurt this person eventually? That is horrifying to me. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, I'm like, I don't think that's going to be a problem. So, so sweet. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. So so for me, so the funny thing about Casey and I is that we've we've been dating for, I mean, over over six months, but also, like, 
again, I'm I'm just openly saying like love my life. He's the best person Aww. I've ever met. Like I'm I'm pos I'm truly like it was hilarious because one of my one of my friends was like, do you think he's the one? And I'm like, honestly, I go into this relationship being like, unless anything changes, like we will. This is this is it, you know. But that's, like, I think that that's a very positive way to look at things. And, like, definitely that's the optimist in me. Granted, in my last relationship, I didn't really feel this way. I wasn't, like, I always kind of put it up in the sense of, like, well, if six months down the line you want to do this. Or, like, oh, well, if we're still together. Oh, or if. And, like, for yeah. now I feel more comfortable being, like, my friends know that there's automatically a if something changes in the future, which personally, I don't think it will. But if if it does change in the future where I say something like along the lines of, oh, when Casey and I live together, or like, oh, when we do this thing, this is what's going to happen. I don't think any of your friends are going to be like, you're moving too fast. They're right. like, they know how I think and they know that I'm always kind of like, yeah, you know, like. Yeah, plans could change eventually, but um, but it's something, the fun thing that we do is we talk around our wedding where we never say it's going to be like the two of us. We don't plan our wedding together where we always say, well, my wedding, what I have always <laughs> thought is I don't really want kids at my wedding. Oh, I also don't, my, That's this is fun. my opinion. The thing that we have agreed on separately entirely of our respective weddings was that uh we want to make sure that we have enough money to have the wedding that we want to have <laughs> but oh, also money. just uh, money let's not money. get into that money let's not get into that. we won't i'll just shake my fist at this guy for oh, a second oh money capitalism um, oh, bad anyway so um but yeah so so do but do you have like anything that you're like at my wedding this is a thing i want to do <sighs> Honestly, I don't Tell me honestly, please. I don't <laughs> I don't think about specifics in okay. that way. That's like okay. um I do see it like, you know, yeah, it's an it's an inevitability in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I see that with Jordan for sure. And like <laughs> so I but I don't yeah, I don't have like a but you don't have a something where it's like, oh, I'd like to have a destination wedding, or oh, this is the kind of food I'd want. Or... No, okay, I think the main thing is, is I'm not going to charge my friends money to come to my wedding. Like I'm going to figure out a way to make that. That gotta be free. That's my. That's that's a thing where it's like my wedding's going to be open bar. If I don't have anything else, it's going to be well, open bar. I want my friends to come and drink and get wasted and do whatever they want. Like it's yeah. I mean, I mean, in the sense is like I know I have a wedding coming up. I have to have a two hundred fifty dollar flight. I have to rent a suit and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like I want whoever's coming. I like I don't even care about gifts that much. Like Mm -hmm. I just want whoever's coming to my wedding to be excited to go and not be spending their life savings to get there. I guess I would say, like, the problem, obviously, we said we weren't going to get into money, but it's, I would never want to have a destination wedding. No, destination wedding is just completely, destination weddings are completely insensitive, and, uh, yeah, it's just not something that many people can afford to do. Yeah. When it comes to specifics of wedding, it's just, like, for me, like, I don't know, a wedding doesn't seem like the most important thing to me in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it as an inevitability, but I don't right. see it as something that I'm, like, constantly looking forward to and planning it for. Right. All I want out of it is, you know. The marriage part. The marriage part. Yay. And us have a good time. And yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. I think it's, it's, I think it's something like where I... Like, I don't I'm... need a fucking beach on a sunny day. 
See, I just Alanis like Morissette. It's not going to be ruining our wedding. My two favorite things are parties and attention. So that's why I'm really <laughs> so like you're, into, you're I'm very about, much yeah. like, let me think about my wedding. Let me have a wedding. Like this is, I do want it to be my day. We were talking about weddings for a while. Um, this is the problem. I get drunk and I'm like, what's the thing? Cause I do have another question for you, but it's like, oh, we can actually, we will. Let's do the next question. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> you're like, I'm scared. Um, no, so this is actually great because you, 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 you like music, right? I have you, love, have you I heard of music? music? Um, I heard a song or two. Do you, do you dabble in music? I would possibly? like to say I listen to it every now and then. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, this is a joke. We're going to plug his podcast at the end of this, but also. So love songs and breakup songs. Like what are your oh, favorite, boy. what are your, what are your favorite love songs, favorite breakup it's songs? It's funny because this is not the reason I listen to music. So, oh, like, yeah. this is actually a surprisingly hard question for me. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I genuinely, like, music for me, I I don't delve into it for, emo- like, necessarily for emotional support, which I, like... Okay. I do, actually, that's not necessarily true. I do, but it's not, not because of, like, lyrics and stuff. Okay. But, having said that, love songs, I would say all-time favorite love songs... Al Green, Let's Stay Together. Okay. Classic. Mm-hmm. Home. Edward Sharp. Oh, dude. That's dude. an all-timer for sure. I just saw a TikTok about that, about how, like, he and the person yeah, who was in the- together anymore. They're not- but, but apparently at the show, he literally- he still- sings it and then he has so so he has her lines he has the audience sing it Uh and then sometimes he'll invite someone on stage to like tell a cute story Uh, during the instrumental i know right like it's so that's that one's definitely up there yeah no it's it's very cute um breakup songs too yeah breakup songs you got you got any breakup songs holmes man i don't know that's that's the thing what's so weird about my music like i listen to so much music but it's like I don't categorize. Okay, brag. I don't categorize okay, it by 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 lyrics. Like I just don't. Like in my mind, that's like not how I listen to music. Which is are weird. you more of like a? Because I do know I do know people like my very good friend Sam Kerner who refuses to be on the podcast. I keep trying, and he's like, I don't know. I what just, the heck? I come know. on, Sam. Get come on, on Sam. Get on the podcast. It's not um, too bad. Are you having a good time? I'm having a good time. I'm having a great time. I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> At this point, are you are the, you are you love drunk? I'm love drunk. At We're this love point. drunk, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. That's the name of the show. Tripping over sideways, tumbling down the stairs. What is? It? Oh, that's the theme, theme song. That's the theme song. Yeah, yeah. I Natalie Patton. By now, I have to credit Natalie yeah, Patton. Yeah, make sure the you song. make sure you give her the full credit. Oh yes, sorry. Yeah. Song song. Because it is Natalie the best Patton. part of the show. Lyr- I paid her for the. I paid her. <laughs> pay pay your artist friends, even if they're friends of yours. You should pay them for the work they do. Pay pay anyone for their pay art. anyone for their art. Don't pay ask for discounts for on art. Don't fuck it just because you're friends. Because the best, literally, the best thing you could do is be like, "Can I pay you full price?" And they're like, "I'll give you a discount." Exactly. That's literally that's the best. And sometimes they do, and sometimes you still feel bad about it. But like you're like, okay, just, I'll I'll pay. If someone's your, making art. Just pay them for just it. pay them pay them for their art. I'm the crusader that's like if someone's art gets stolen or if someone's like shit gets reposted without credit, like I am burning the whole place down. I am like I'm <laughs> so like 
intellectual so property you hate, and fucking like, fuck Jerry and <laughs> oh my god. Well, I, I, have... I clearly struck a chord there. No, but it's like, well, like my friend Desi, she, she is an artist and she did a collab, like she's a, she's like a studio artist and she, she paints and she does all this stuff. And, um, and she did a collab with like a, her friend who is a fashion designer and fucking one of those, those random websites yeah. reposted the picture and it's like selling her designs. And I just like, I go fucking crazy like people think that just because something's on the internet they just get to screenshot it repost it with no credit and it makes me absolutely gross. it makes it's me gross behavior furious it makes me so angry and i like go to like people were i feel bad because every mother's day someone posts the fucking mari andrew like for the mothers who for the mothers who like the little I like no idea what you're talking about okay i'll show you after the <laughs> podcast but people will there's there's a specific graphic and it always pops up every mother's day and like mari andrew like her mother died and so she and probably like hashtag dead parents but like it's something where she created that art about grief and it's something where it's like for the like it's it's something so important and then i'm like it's so easy to at her it's so like truly it's so so easy in this day and age to give someone credit by literally just in your description being like at this person or like art by like credit whatever it's so so easy and people just screenshot it repost it and so when people post it i'll message them and be like hey just is like this yours <laughs> well it's i'll go to the source and i'll be like please tag at mari andrew yeah. like you know it's something and also like i post my poetry on instagram and i'm not saying that like my poetry is so great that people are reposting it but i would hope that if someone ever did in the future someone else would stand up for me right. and be like this is this person's work can you please give them credit for it so yeah. Absolutely. I'm always fight for your credit. Thank um, you. If you put out, if you put art out into the world, I will go to bat for you. I can't remember how we got to this point. Oh shit! Uh, oh, we're talking about love songs, breakup songs. Yes, we were talking about love songs, breakup songs, and then I was talking about. Oh, how. oh, I was talking about my friend Sam Kerner. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm gonna be so proud of this when I'm sober. I'm gonna listen. I'm like, yes, you, bitch, you did it. You ret- did it. Back on track. Fuck baby. yeah! He he's a he's a musico. He's not a lyrics hoe. Mm. He's he's someone. Who's I'm the like, same way. Okay, absolutely. I uh, yeah i I love melodies. I love instrumentation. I love production. But I I think lyrics. It's usually lyrics come to me on like the fifth listen of a song. I know. I'm such a I'm such a lyrics person. It's uh, it's something and I've no, like no kind of been ashamed but... about, but also like. I but can't help. At is. the end of the day, like yeah. I've tried enough times to be like, I'm going to, I'm actively going to listen to the lyrics, and then 14 seconds into the song, I'm just like vibing. And I'm like <laughs> I, I You're don't like, know what this song is about, but I'm having a good time. Uh huh. Yeah. Some people are just you're just you. It's you're just different. It's all yeah. good. Like it's. I, I mean, try. that's me. I'm always, I, I get mad if I can't understand the lyric, like if they speak unclearly or if they do like a weird rhyme where I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I always have to look up the lyrics of a song to make sure that I properly like know the song. Yeah. Ooh, it's, another one I really like, mm-hmm. I Am Loving You by the Avid Brothers. It's like a, Avid Brothers are like all timers for me, but they're like, uh, mm-hmm. one of the few bands where I actually like end up diving into the lyrics a little bit. Okay. But okay. that one's that one's a great song. Cause I recently discovered a song 
That's really cute, but also super Ooh. fucking dramatic, which is me to a t- Did you have another song you thought of? There's more. Okay. There's more where that came from. Okay. Um. So, so by Ash and Phineas, Till Forever Falls Apart, this showed up on a random playlist. Have you heard this? Nope, but um, I know both those people. Okay, awesome. So it's it's a very it's a very romantic song, and it's also a very California centric song. If you're falling in love in in Los Angeles, a great song because it's literally like if the tides take California, I'm so glad I got to hold you. We've been living on a fault line, and for a moment, you were all mine. All Your Exes by Julia Michaels, also a fantastic song. Julia, Julia's a legend. Julia's a legend. I showed this song to Jordan, and I was like, this is the crazy person in my brain that never gets, is never allowed to come out in my relationship, but it's literally a girl singing. Okay, I, I will say two two songs that Jordan and I both enjoy a lot uh-huh. that are very lovey-dovey. Love it. Always Forever. Have you heard that song? By yes. Colt? Yes. Great song. Mm-hmm. And... No Song Without You by Han, H-O-N-N-E. I've never heard that very one. Sweet, I will listen very to that. Very loving. Good time. Yay. Lovey-dovey songs. Love that. Yeah. I truly, so so Casey and I, the thing that makes me so angry is that, so Casey said, not to brag, uh, Casey said I love you first, which I did not think in a million years would ever happen. I thought it would literally explode out of me before anything. <laughs> like, I truly was like, I'm going to be that bitch that says I love you first. He said it first. I win. Anyway, haha. But um, he told me an anecdote after. So he told me that he loved me. And the first thing I said back was, oh, my God, really? Really? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I love you, too. So sweet. Uh, but he told me that he was like, I've, I've been, I've, I've been wanting to say this for a while and I don't want to overthink it. So I'm just going to say it, which I love. Um, and then he told me later, he goes, I wanted to say it. And then I heard a song on the radio where I was like, oh my God, I have to say it. And I go, what was the song? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's the most cute thing is, ever. This is what keeps me up at night. That's I'm like, hilarious. what was the song? We went out for Valentine's Day and my, I th- I'm pretty sure I interrogated him about it on Valentine's Day and my birthday. I was like, what did it sound like? What did, what radio station were you listening to? Do you remember any of the lyrics? Because I'm like, that should be our song. If you literally heard it and you were like, I have to tell this woman I love her. Right. That needs to be our song. Do you know the answer? No. We to no! this day, to this day. Okay, does he know the melody? I like maybe I can Shazam it. My, I can be the Shazam. Okay, for this. on the double day, double day you we'll ask him. Out. You yeah. ask him, and okay. you'll ask him if if he can if he can hum hum a few bars. Okay, okay, I might but, be able to help. But he, it's literally he's like I don't, I truly don't. He has the worst fucking memory. He's That's like hilarious. He's like, you remember every word I say. And I'm like, I remember things verbatim. And you're just like, oh, I can't remember plans to save my life. This song made he, me realize I love you, but I have no clue. But I have no fucking clue what it is. I'm, he's like, well, maybe, like, we. he was tuning into stations on his radio in his car being like, well, maybe it was this station. Maybe it was this station. Maybe it'll pop up again. So our running joke now is that literally any song that plays, like, even the. the this is our the, song. Yes. Where That's we sweet. joke around where it's like, we're going to be, like, at a wedding and, like, fucking get low by the yang yang twins is gonna come on we're gonna be like babe they're playing our song wow <laughs> the yang yang twins oh my god it's like you're actively searching for our your song i kind of am like i kind of am <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I do, honestly, though, I will admit, I love the joke of fucking any song. Like, take me home. That is pretty play. good. And we're, I was like, babe, this, is our song. Song. this is our song. Babe, this is our song. So, I, I mean, like, I think you can still play that game even if you do have a song. Do you and Jordan have a song? Is do you have a? I would say song? those two of those two that I mentioned, mm-hmm. that always forever and uh-huh. no song without you. They're probably in in the in the realm of our song. In the realm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe Inside Out by Spoon is another one, but that's just for a whole a whole other reason. You're too indie for me, Jeremy. I Inside Out's a great song. Songs. Inside Out's so good. Gotta listen to gotta listen to Jeremy's Jam Fest. Hear all these fucking Yeah, if you want songs. some fucking jams. Want some fucking jams. Yeah, no, I'm sick of all music right now. So show me show me I some got you. show me some new tunes, Jeremy. You. Oh my I'm god. Here for you. Hell fucking yeah. I feel like usually this is the end of the podcast, but we still kinda wanna talk to you about more stuff. Yeah, what are, you got other, any other questions other, about other, Jordan or about? Yes, other? more do, do, quite more questions about Jordan. Um, <laughs> how's that going? <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> boring. boring, 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 dumb, whatever. Uh, no, I mean just like I think it's really. Oh, okay. So this was a question I wanted to ask you about because you. So Casey and I started dating during the pandemic. So crazy relationship stuff. You and Jordan started dating like before the pandemic yeah. but only a only, only a few a, months only a few months before the pandemic yeah. so like how has that kind of affected y'all and like um it was hard at the beginning because you know she's immunocompromised mm-hmm. and it was something i was i don't think it was as much of a concern from her front and i i classic i i right like <laughs> i felt bad because it was like something i was like oh like if she's not concerned about as as concerned about her health in this situation, should I be? Because it's about her, uh-huh. you know. But at the end of the day, it was yeah, it was a challenge at the beginning because mm-hmm. like we didn't know what was going on, and mm-hmm. I personally would rather have erred on the side of ca- uh, side of caution in this mm-hmm. situation. Right, so like of course. for the first few months, we didn't see each other in person. Like we literally had dates six feet apart, and like you know, we literally I. I I brought out um, like a walking stick that we would hold either each end of, um, which was sweet. It was sweet until some homeless guy started saying some racist stuff about the stick we were holding. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I love that one. Yeah, it was really. I don't even want to even get close to repeating what that guy said. It's all good. We can use our imaginations. But yeah, so quarantine was a challenge. Uh huh. But I think it was also something that was like. Like, there were many times throughout this where we were like, wow, we're having such, like, a great time during this. Imagine what it's going to be like after, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it was hard. And, like, there were, there were parts that are, you know, probably, you know, like, we wouldn't have reached if it wasn't for that uh-huh. because of the pandemic. But yeah. I feel like now we're at a place where it's just like, Okay, we we really feel like we it's only up from here, you know. Yeah. And up and even saying that, it's just like, oh, well, that's pretty good because like the bads have already been really good. Yeah. So it's it's been cool. That's really awesome. I I definitely I feel similar to you in the sense that so Casey and I did start dating during the pandemic. Like honestly, I personally love the 
love in the time of COVID jokes. I did have a friend actually joke, like he's, we were, we, we talk exclusively via TikTok just by sending each other TikToks. Uh, but he's, I, I said something, I was like, oh, my boyfriend, blah, blah. And he's like, only you, only you would find a boyfriend in the middle of a fucking global right. pandemic. And I'm like, I'm not that girl, dude. I'm not, did not expect that whatsoever. So for Casey and my six month was the very first time we'd been to a restaurant together. <laughs> Literally like six, the six month mark was, uh, we went to a bar and we went out in public together and it, it had only been like movie dates and cooking dates and over at your apartment, over at my apartment, blah, blah, blah. And so I, I gave a little toast and it started out kind of as a joke where I was like, Oh, like cheers to us going out to a bar and blah. And then I was kind of talking about it more and I was like, we have never experienced like normality in our relationship. And I'm so excited to just like uh. transition into normality with you and start like having you meet more of my friends and starting to, yeah, you know, we've dope. kind of, yeah, it's, and so it was actually really funny because it started out as kind of a joke. And then I was literally like crying by the end of it. I was like, I'm so thankful for the time we spent together. And like, we made things work in this weird, because there were times where it would be like, oh, I had a COVID scare and someone near me tested positive and I've yeah. been in contact with them in the last two weeks and so I have to quarantine and I have to get tested and, and like, even uh, before he... So he and I were, like, in... We were both in Texas, but we were in different parts of Texas for a month and a half and, like, one of the dates that we had planned before we left, like, I had a COVID scare and we couldn't see each other until I got tested and got my results back. And we finally saw each other, like, the night before he left. Oh, wow. And then we were apart for a month and a half. And then when we came back, we had to quarantine for another two weeks and then get yeah, tested. I mean, it's and it's just, it's hard. It it's really hard. It's really, really hard. But I will say, like, before quarantine, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of had an inkling that, like... This was someone I was going to be with for a long time. Gross. I know. <laughs> so lame. So lame. But so disgusting. We had, I don't know, I like, I think the moment was like, like we had like a very like oddly like, ma- I don't know if magical is the right word, but like our Valentine's Day Say was, it. our Valentine's magical. Day was just like very bizarre. Like the way uh-huh. things like hand out and it uh-huh. was like the month before quarantine right yeah yeah and it was like three months into us or what mm-hmm. i mean technically we weren't even officially dating for like a bit. we were officially dating for maybe like a month by that point okay but the valentine's day was just crazy because like we went to this we went to this restaurant where long story short we ended up with like three or four different free items like i had a free beer mm-hmm. and then they moved tables for us and then they get because of that they gave us like two free desserts oh my god and then at, while we were sitting at the table they brought a free entree over it was nuts oh my god and then we went to this like dance thing mm-hmm. that was like really dope and like you got a really cute picture I don't know. out of it i right I saw the I, basically it just seemed like like the world was catering to us that night it was mm-hmm. just very a, a bizarre sort of surreal like it felt very oh. surreal sort of night um yeah and it was just like it was nice having those moments before the quarantine because right. like the quarantine was just like yeah it definitely challenged the whole thing yeah it was um something that i was i was thankful for when you when i mean like this was my experiences experience with dating quarantine and also, there were some people that were just fucking dating in quarantine. They didn't really, like, care about health regulations or et cetera. Something that 
was really helpful for me was the fact that because of the circumstance, we had to admit that we were dating like early on and not in the sense that we were like, oh, we're exclusive, but it was something where on the second date we were like, we are interested in seeing each other again. Now that we are dating, is this a thing? And we kind of laughed about it being like, this is like a scary thing to talk about because at that point it was Zoom date first and then socially distant park date. Oh, I man. thought you were going to cough. No. And I was like, no, 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 no. that cough. was just uh, <laughs> acid reflux. I saw that pickle juice coming back up. <laughs> um, but then it was socially distant park date where he met my dog. And so after that second date, we were kind of like, okay, we have to come to the terms of the fact that we are going to, we're going to see each other again. We're going to see each other multiple times. So we, I guess, okay, yes, we will say the word, we have to say, we are physically forced to say the word dating because we have to navigate this whole fucking weird situation. I, I remember when uh, Jordan told me that y'all became official was when I was like leaving my toxic relationship. So oh, that was very interesting. That was fun. Cause it was like half I'm happy for you. And then half Jordan being like, please leave this. <laughs> Jordan's like, you're not yourself. It's and time you're, to so you, you, she's like, Oh my God. That was honestly one of the reasons why I did like end it. Because she, she gives good like, advice. She gives good advice. She was like, you will never be alone. I promise. Like I swear, uh-huh. no matter what, you will never be alone. And I was like, oh. and I started crying. We were at uh, El Tejano, and she's like, Jeremy and I made things official. I'm like, yay! And she's like, also, <laughs> you're also, not in a good place. time did not make yours official anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, Jeremy, we've reached the end. <gasps> I'm sure you saw that this was coming. It was, it was happening. It was going to It was happen. inevitable. It was inevitable. I'm, I also hope that you learned that this was a long podcast because we got to edit out all the bathrooms yeah, I, and such. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so shit. Um, Jeremy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for it's having been me. So, oh my god, I feel I feel so much closer to you already. I agree. I agree. Like again, we're gonna have Sunday brunches. Casey and Jordan can fend for themselves. They can come we're if they be, want. They can come if they want, but like we're gonna, optional. we're gonna, you know, optional. Um, so my very last question for you, yes. Jeremy Potter. What is it? What does love feel like? Um, love is it. I feel like. I am able to be, like, it's helped me see the best in myself, which is really lame, but it's also true. Like, I feel like Jordan helps me see things in myself that I, I don't know, like, I wouldn't recognize. And also, it's just nice to have someone... To, yeah to hold at the end of the day <laughs> so that's nice too <laughs> but do you um sorry this is like i'm in a do you have sometimes i have like dreams where like casey and i are hanging out and i'm like i wake up and i'm like that's so lame i'm literally having a dream where like my <laughs> boyfriend and i are just it? chilling <laughs> um i smoke too much weed for me <laughs> to be like having active dreams so that's that's a problem uh, we gotta talk about lucid dreams, dog. I lucid dream all the time. I would love to lucid dream. I just don't. Yeah, like my my dreams are few and far between because I smoke weed. I think. Interesting. Yeah. Did you know that? Weed oh. weed is a dream deterrent. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that at all. Well, that's a so Casey's talking. So Casey doesn't smoke weed, but he also is well. Not that he's like, but he's like he just doesn't personally care for it. He but he also doesn't remember a lot of his dreams. And so anytime he can remember a dream to tell me, it's, like, very exciting. Because I'm always like, I had the most wild dream about you. I I dream significantly less 
Interesting. Why I smoke weed. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I have a lot of, I've read a lot about lucid dreaming, so a lot of times I'll realize I'm in a dream and then I'm like, I jump have off Have you something. successfully done it? Yeah. That's awesome. All the time. No, That's not sick. all the, not all the time. I'm, I can, the good news is I can wake myself up from nightmares and I can, you guys, you can? yeah, you can, you, if you realize it's a dream and you squeeze your eyes tight really, <laughs> you squeeze your eyes shut really tight, you can wake yourself up. That's hilarious. So I can, I can wake myself up for nightmares. And also there are times where I realize that, oh, back to, back to dead dads. Um, usually I know that it's a dream if my dad's there. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, do you I'm dream, dreaming. Do you dream about him often? Not super often, but like I do, I do, I dream about him occasionally. And then I'll be like wait a second, now I know it's a dream and now I can fly. And then that's what I always do. I I'm think, always I like... I gotta figure out how to lose a dream. That's really cool. Yeah. We'll I, talk We'll talk more about this yeah, is a love podcast. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, I, yeah. it's the loving and she recognizes things and also fucking lucid dreams. Jump off a couch yo, and fly around. Go. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Um, <laughs> Maimed a climactic ending. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, follow me on Instagram at lovedrunkpod. Follow my personal account at Rose. Follow me on Twitter at OsharRose, even though I don't log on anymore because, honestly, the pandemic made me not want to use Twitter anymore. Plug your shit. Talk about what you're doing right Hello. now. Talk I, about your projects. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> it's uh, Jeremy. We start uh, the whole podcast uh, over again. <laughs> uh, this is Love Drunk. No. I, I, have, I also have a podcast that oh, yeah. is more like a radio show. It's called Jeremy's Jam Fest. Please check it out. You can follow me on Instagram or Spotify. Yeah. Uh, that's the main thing I'm working on at the moment that I would like you guys to listen to. Is that the if at you, Jeremy's Jam Fest? At Jeremy's Jam Fest okay. on all platforms. And uh, yeah, if you're like, I don't know what to listen to this week, turn that on. Wow. And I and like hopefully you can trust me. Like I have I personally believe that you might find some music that you haven't heard before that you wouldn't enjoy. Oh, yeah. So maybe you'll laugh. Jeremy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I had an absolute blast. Me too. We are now best friends. I appreciate it. Um, So I guess all I have left to say is be loved and stay drunk, my friends. We love you. Good night. Good night.